Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig, joined as always by Jeff. And today we have an undervalued episode for you. We're basically going to go through the rankings, kind of the consensus ranks, and basically go over who we think are players that are probably kind of undervalued where they currently are. You can get for, you know, a good price in an auction. And we're not saying these guys are going to be, you know, tier one players. It's just where they're currently being drafted at and what kind of prices they're going for. They are definitely really good values. So we'll get into that in a minute here. In the meantime, make sure you check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit. We're at Fantasy Football Profit on Instagram. Our website's fantasyfootballprofit.com. You can always send us an email at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. Remember to check out the review contest we have going on. They have all the information about that in the show notes. Just basically write us a review, send it to us, and you get entered into the contest, and we'll make a podcast about your league specifically. So get those entries in for that. And how about we get into this, Jeff? Undervalued players. I have 10 on my list. Actually, I have 11. I cheated. <laughs> I put two together. But... What you're at about the same. So yeah, at a few extra, but we'll I'll just go to ten. We'll go to ten. We might mention our honorable mentions later, but actually I do have my ten list. I just put number nine's two players, so I like to cheat a little bit. They're gotcha. similar. Similar, similar. Alright, we're just gonna go what, ten to one? We'll list off who we are if we double up on any. We'll go over them and say why we're you know what we're going on there. I really don't know what kind of list you're gonna have here. We didn't really go over specifically what there's really there's no requirements for this list it's just no just what we do you, think. yeah do you think they're going to be above where they're going on average of the drafts yeah. you see currently all right so i'm going to start out number 10 all right in my number 10 who actually i literally just added to my list 2 minutes before we started recording <laughs> and i it's Quincy Anunua okay and the reasoning for this i'm i'm like okay i'm not this big huge Quincy Anunua fan and he had some weeks last year where pretty decent. My thing with him is he's currently ranked 57th in consensus ranks. And he has a very good chance to be the number one receiver. Yes, on a crappy team. I know. But he is possibly the number one receiver. We don't really know what to expect from Decker yet. Age is up there with the injuries. It, it's it's a question mark. So Anunua has the ability or the potential to be the number, a number one receiver on a team. Anybody who's a number one receiver on a team has some value. Look at Kenny Britt last year. Number one receiver on a terrible Rams team. He's still at value in fantasy. Anunua, if he becomes that number one, 57th receiver, that's way too low. Does that mean you can basically, that's pretty much undrafted at this point when you're down at 57. Yeah, and I, I get where you're coming from. I it's, mean, he is going to be number two wide receiver. He's going to get sure, yeah, some sort of, you know, yep. statistical output. And even on a bad team, you know, he catches a few touchdowns. He's worthwhile. You know, how many options do they really have in order to go to different places in order it's, to score? It's it's if after Decker, what Anunwa, maybe Robbie Anderson, who had some already. <laughs> yeah. And so that there's really the thing is there's not many options there. We don't even know who their quarterback is no. going to be. For and sure, it's what it's probably going to be McCown. Probably. But you never know. But McCown throws the ball around. So yeah, he, he, I mean, he's, he's going to throw picks, but you know he throws the ball around. Yeah, he, he's okay when he's in there. So it just he had 58 catches last year for 857 yards, four touchdowns. Not terrible for a guy we literally knew nothing about before the season started. No one knew who Anunu was. That was with Marshall out there. So no Marshall, 
in yeah. Who knows what Decker is? We don't know what Decker is. We we really don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know where he's. I, at. I'm How interested was. in Decker too. I didn't yeah. put him on my list. I actually almost put Decker on my list. I did not, but. Yeah, that being, I actually don't know where he's falling in general. Yeah, he's he's actually yeah Decker, but he's um, probably propped up by the fact that he's a wide receiver one this year. Yeah, I, reason yeah, that's probably the reason I didn't put him on my list because he's still he's thirty sixth. Oh, yeah, okay. so that's still I, I think that's about right for where he should be. Yeah, so especially with the health. Yep. You know, but we don't know for sure. So if Decker isn't the same, Anunua does take a step up in fifty seventh. You're taking no risk at yeah. all. You can get him for one dollar in an auction at this point. Maybe maybe two. Maybe you have to spend two. Okay. All right, so I'm sure you don't have him on your list. No, I definitely do not. So I'm, w- I'm wondering if you went, if you dug further down than that. <laughs> yep. No, um, no, that was I literally just added him okay. last second. That's why he's my number ten. Okay. It was just I'm kind of looking at that and I noticed his name again on my the consensus ranks. I'm like, man, that is just that's too low for me. That's that's really low, and I, for a guy who could be the number one receiver on a team, you know. True. Yeah. The Jets are terrible. Yes, I know the Jets yeah. are terrible. I'm not, I'm not like, a big fan, but I, I get where you're coming is, from. This is going to be like my fifth or sixth receiver right. for one dollar. That's yeah. what I'm saying with an uh, and, and just kind of that is where he's going to fall. Exactly. Since he's almost undrafted. If, <laughs> if he doesn't do anything the first couple weeks, he's very cuttable. So that's yeah, my number exactly. ten. Who's your number ten? My number ten is uh, the tried and true Philip Rivers. Um, I realize this is a very unsexy pick, but for number ten on my list, he's going. Overall, right now, 14th on a lot of these that I'm yep. seeing. That's what I have. But he also, you know, there's a huge deviation because some people have him as low as like the 20th quarterback, yep. which is I th- think is pretty bizarre since he always puts up decent numbers and he has a ton of weapons. We've talked about this on, on uh, uh, many other podcasts. But I, I don't think there's any way he doesn't improve on his stats from last year, and his stats from last year mm-hmm. would easily put him in the top 10. If he can actually have receivers stay healthy for once, I think, I, and I have a number five. He's actually my fifth player on my list. Oh, okay, beautiful so, then. So last year he ranked uh, eighth overall. So he was in the top ten already. Now you get Keenan Allen back. Now you have Hunter Henry in his second year. Yep. Now you have, uh, you know, Williams, the big rookie receiver, if he can get it going. I mean, and you still have Tyrell Williams and Inman, Gordon, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, there's, I mean there's, they're a stacked offense. Yeah, we remember we went over that on that AFC West preview, man. There's yeah, just, there's so much there. Exactly, and that's why I, I truly believe he is being insanely undervalued. And, and number fourteen, that's just yeah. And you saw it on our. Um, if you haven't listened to it, we did a mock draft with a two quarterback system. Or um, that's a, yeah, that was our Monday episode that's out. So check that one out. But yep. yeah, he's our second quarterback, and I'm well, yeah I love that. Yeah, exactly, and that's wonderful. And you can get him a little bit later. So he he's my number ten. Yep, and I, yeah, my number five. I just really think that is he is the perfect candidate if you're waiting for quarterback. He is completely the perfect candidate that you will be. I mean, there's no way you won't. Be, I'll be comfortable with that if he's my guy. I get for a couple bucks in an auction. I'm I'm really happy with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go then to number nine. Jeff, who's your? Jeff? I'll, I'll go with you for it. Who's your number nine? My number nine is someone that's been getting a little bit of bad press. Uh, some of the funnier stuff I've seen in a while. But <laughs> mine is uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Okay. Yep. He's a number one wide receiver, big target. You can see what he's done. Um, but that fell on hard times last year, so everyone's kind of undervaluing it as a, in, as a whole, which I think is very smart. Uh, obviously, everyone knows that listens. I'm not a big Panthers offensive guy. Um, but this guy seems that he's going to be very, very stable. And right now he's going for the 34th overall receiver. Yep. Um, I, I think that's way too low, especially when I think his his floor for touchdowns is 
probably at six. Like, I don't think he'll drop any lower than that. So I, I think it's relatively risk-free in order to get him at that position. So I think he's undervalued there. I don't actually have him on my list, but I can 100% see that. And I actually like this talk about Benjamin and how he's getting yeah. under high. He's going down. I like this. I do enjoy this because he can steal him. Like, that's yeah. what I love to see when players like this that, I honestly, what – I mean, yeah, what shape they come into the you know the OTAs yeah. does matter somewhat, but I mean, what he has one unflattering po- photo, yeah. and who knows? Like, who knows? Yeah, he, know. he might, he's slightly overweight. The guy is probably he's probably more than he should be for an NFL wide receiver. But you know what? He it wasn't like he's supposed to be some like crazy speedster. Really, he's a big body who can catch passes yeah. and get touchdowns. I do this. It was one of the funnier uh, it memes fun. or whatever. It's a funny the, picture too. Yeah, I mean, the, the Bama Land thing. Yeah, yeah you see, it's like <laughs> I, was, I was cracking up. It's I do see it, but you know what? I'm not really concerned. Look, I mean, no, not for him. Even if even if he goes in training camp a bit overweight, I mean, a month of training camp before he gets, you're going to be in shape. Yeah, <laughs> how are you not? And I, I think at worst they're going to have to force feed him the ball again because I don't think they. Um, you know, they help themselves a little bit, but they don't really have that other guy across the field from him. I think he, he's still their best option. Yep. You know, adding McCaffrey, adding another speedster rookie wide receiver can help. Um, so I think he's relatively safe floor-wise, so that's why. Yep. And I, yeah, I didn't put him on my list, but I can I mean, yeah, he's some guy. I kind of hope the... I hope people yeah. just keep just right. keep them down there. I like when that exactly. happens. Exactly. Keep keep it quiet on some of these guys so I can actually get uh, them at value. Yep. Oh, who's your number nine? I have two number nines. Oh, okay. And they are Jacquez Rogers and Terrence West. And it's basically I, I these guys. Okay, for the, mo- for the most part, they will each be starting running backs for, what, the first three weeks for Rogers, and I think, what, first four weeks for West for sure with, with Dixon out. And actually, when Dixon comes back, there's no guarantee that – Dixon's going to take over from West. We thought he was last year. Mm-hmm. He didn't take over for West last year. So West is currently 48th. So if you're getting a starting running back, even for three, four weeks, at 48 running back, you're again, there's no risk here. If you need a guy who, if you're for some reason low on running back, I mean, that's that's really low. 48th player. Yeah, very is low. Nothing. Jacquez Rogers is 64th. And... <laughs> I, fair, I understand though. why, but yeah. that's perfect because if you are somebody who's going to want to target Doug Martin, you can get Jacquez Rogers so easily, and he's going to be the starter. Charles Sims is there, yes. But I think it's pretty clear that Jacquez Rogers is the guy who will be the workhorse in those three games. True. So and, you are getting then you know, then, that's why he is so low, though. You, you have a guaranteed probably three games, and after that, yep. more than likely. But it's perfect for the Doug Martin owner. Who, who somebody who wants to be a Doug Martin owner, which we yes. end up with Doug Martin in every mock we do. I feel like, and yeah, I don't know. He, he should be on this list, but and that there's, I mean, sixty fourth. That's just the reason it gets my list because I mean that's just so low. If he was at like fifty forty, like yeah, I understand. But I mean, he he produced in those games he was in last year. He yeah, really he, did. And they really, I mean, obviously and, they didn't have a problem giving him the ball because they loaded well, him up. Well, and as much as we like Doug Martin. There is absolutely no guarantee that when Doug Martin comes back, he will be a sure thing, and he's had issues. Yes. And, and that's, it's very clear that Tampa isn't enamored with him, really, at this point. They, You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. They, they, it's There's been a lot of this stuff. We didn't even know if he's going to come back on the team this year. Yeah, I think he's on thin ice, but... We, I think he's going to be good. I think so. Yeah. I do think so, but it is not. this is not a guarantee. No. So if you and for someone you can throw at the end of your bench, exactly. If, if you're in a league that has a deep bench, yeah, then Rogers is very easy to put on the end of your bench. If you have no worries, if you're one of those leagues that has like four or five guys in your bench, you probably can't 
mess with having Rodgers. Right. Like in our league, we have a much deeper bench. We have about eight bench spots. You yeah. can throw Rodgers on your bench, and it doesn't hurt you at all. So that's why I'd group those two guys together. Yeah, they're not like sexy picks, but they right. work for three, four weeks. And, and Terrence be. West. Terrence West is a little bit more like he's really under the radar. Yeah, he's, he's a different situation because right now he is this, well, we don't technically really know. the starting back. And, and Danny Woodhead is, people you know, know Danny Woodhead's there, so they're like, they completely forget about West too. But Woodhead plays a different position, really. Yeah, I mean, he's, he really he's a running does. back, but he's not Terrence West's. Third down, more back. of a receiver almost yeah, coming out of the backfield. Yeah, and if the game's out of hand, Woodhead's going to be in. West and isn't going to be in. I'm yeah. always surprised too because everyone always assumes that Dixon, like, you always hear this Dixon is going to be the starter. Yeah. He was supposed to take over last year. I feel like he was supposed to take over like five years ago before he was in the league. And <laughs> yeah, he, has, know, right? he hasn't done anything yet. Dude, did he impress you that much last year? No, I mean, to be fair, no one on the Ravens really. But, he, <laughs> but no, he, he didn't, didn't. He didn't. He didn't stand out. No, I didn't think so either. He's just. It's the name. Everyone's oh, this guy's gonna. He's gonna. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know where that year. came from. Really. I mean, like I talk. Yeah, I talk about uh, Bucks. It was Charles Sims. I remember Charles Sims. Not last year. The year before was it where he was a rookie yep. and he was an injured rookie and he kept waiting. I'll wait till Charles Sims comes back. It, it just doesn't yeah, happen. It know. just. It, uh, I I like to see see it happen. Yeah. West isn't great, but you know what? He's steady enough where if he exactly. if he gets in your lineup, he'll probably get you. Mm. Eight points, <laughs> and both of those guys you can get for next to nothing. Yeah, and that's so. the thing; these guys are getting them for literally nothing in an auction, and you're getting them at the end of your draft. So there's no risk, and you might need to use them. Who knows if you can? Maybe they'll do something. If not, get rid of them. All right, number eight. My number eight is let's see where he is ranked currently. He's actually since I made this list, he went up three spots. So now he's 21st. It's a tight end. His name is Julius Thomas. And okay. it was he was twenty fourth when I made the list. He's now twenty first, so he's starting to inch up. But I mean, there's all these rumblings that he's actually looking good. And I actually made this list before those rumblings were coming out. And the only reason he made my list because at twenty oh, fourth, but even twenty first, he is so far down there again at tight end. And we have seen it from him before. He's injury, yes, injury risk. There's all this stuff, but. The, yeah, beginning of my list is basically guys that are zero risk because you're going to spend a dollar. Yeah. That's why they're there. I get it, but at the same time, I feel I would have to push back on this one just because yeah. we do. He's a very he's a physical specimen. I mean, the guy's huge. He can catch ball. He can do a lot of good things. But he was only relevant when he played with yeah, the, one of the greatest offenses <laughs> of all time with Peyton it's Manning true. and all those guys. And everywhere he goes, yeah, I mean, injury, so maybe if he's healthy. But I, I just can't. I can't move forward with him because I have to see it somewhere else. Yeah. Well, and I'm I'm somebody I don't worry about tight end as much. If I'm not getting one of the top guys, I just don't worry. And if I mean maybe that maybe that's a problem. Maybe I should change that. Where I'm okay with throwing a guy like Julius Thomas on my team and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm not too concerned. Yeah, I like I like securing a good tight end, but it is probably it is it is honestly down there with kicker for me. And because there's so many of them. I feel like, and I never get one of the top guys. I don't get Gronk and Kelsey and those guys. I just don't. Right. It's yeah. just the way the way I draft. So I end up looking for somebody like a Thomas down there who has produced in the past, and maybe, and I put, put him on my team two weeks in. He's done nothing. Okay, I'll go to Cameron Brait. I'll go to Austin Hooper. I'll go to, you know, C.J. Fedorowicz. I don't, I'll find somebody. That's kind of what my thought is on that. And I probably won't even end up with Julius Thomas. He'll sit there on the waiver wire when right. the season starts, but... I'm going to be keeping an eye out on him. So that was the start of my list is basically players that are 
100% dollar players and possibly zero players. <laughs> They're right. undrafted players. But after this, these all the rest of my guys all get drafted. Yeah. So you get you get yeah. value where it, you, know. it, you get value because there's literally they're 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 nothing. They cost you zero. Yeah, exactly. So any, it, Throw them out the end of your bench if, if they, they work you out great. Anything they give you value. Yeah. So all right, you're number eight. Number eight. Um, we talk about this guy quite a bit, and everyone else is. So he is moving up a bit. But it's a huge discrepancy on this wide receiver. It's Martavis Bryant. Okay. Everyone knows I'm a huge fan of his. The thing I love about him, he's going, if you average everything out right now, uh, 33rd. So he's just outside uh, a wide receiver three, uh, which I think is a very safe bet that he should go within that. The problem is he goes all the way to being ranked number 60. And that's, that's the crazy part. His standard deviation is all over the board. Yeah, it is. So, I mean... With that offense, with what we've seen him do, his the only thing against him is the fact that he, you know, is a guy that has trouble off the field, and he hasn't been able to play because of that. But every time he gets on, he scores a ton of touchdowns. You can't key on him because there's so many weapons in that offense. Yep. Roethlisberger seems to take a liking to him already. That wide receiving two position is so, I mean, it's his for the taking. Yep. No one has established themselves there, so he's firmly planted there. I just don't see any way he doesn't turn out to be a wide receiver three, and I think he could go even farther up than that. I, I really do think he's probably a safe wide receiver two, almost. Yeah, and I actually he is on my list at number six. Okay, and I didn't know if I wanted to put him on my list. He, he does get a lot of because publicity. It, it's hard to say undervalued sometimes. Then I really was looking at it, and thirty third though. Right for what he could be, he kind of is undervalued, and that was like honestly the one player on my list. I'm like, I don't know if he really should be here. If it really qualifies, and I but I end up putting. He did. He started to sneak up. I think he's going to go up, and he'll he would go off this list. But and I'm never a Martavis Bryant fan. I haven't been, but it, I'm telling you, in these mocks we've done, it's kind of showing me like all of a sudden Martavis Bryant's there. I'm always like, you know, we can get him another round later, and I'm always happy with that. And yeah, he's always hanging around. And I, I tell you, there's a lot of people above him on this list. Yep. That would gladly take him over. And I don't care that he's a wide receiver, too. I don't care that there's a lot of miles of feet in Pittsburgh. I, I really do think this guy is just... I mean, when he's out there, there's nothing you can say against him. The guy is just a beast. Yeah, and, and it is. And I think he's going to go up this list and won't be on it anymore. But just those mocks have really made me see that he's actually fallen. And yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what that's all about. And I, 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 I worry that he's going to get a, a ton of notoriety right before and then his stock is going to just skyrocket. Yep. It very, very easily could. You can see him. He's kind of going up already. But um, until that happens, I'm, I'm going to be scooping him up in almost every single draft because I just think his upside is way too big to ignore. Yeah, and once we finally get to the draft, it'll he, the value will probably change. But, yeah, if you can get him where you're getting him now, exactly, it's not that crazy of a risk. He's going as a, what, fourth receiver in 10-team leagues and a third receiver in 12-team leagues, and that's great. You, you know? All right, so that was number eight, correct? Correct. Number seven. What's your number seven? Number seven. I This one is not as big, but I actually went with another QB, the last QB on my list. It is Kirk Cousins. Okay. I and, hate Kirk Cousins. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> but, I actually liked our draft when we got Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I don't hate Kirk Cousins. And, um, I'm just never as – I don't know what it is. Yeah, and the reason I like him, obviously, I, I like his wide receiver. I think Terrell Pryor is going to be great. I like Crowder. I like – pretty much I, I like where he's at. And they throw the ball a ton. I don't see what changed with the running back situation that they're not going to pass a lot. Um, hopefully Reed stays healthy. 
But this guy also ranked number five overall for QBs last year. Yeah. Number five yeah. overall. And and he never gets talked about like he possibly is the one that's going to jump up again. Because of people like me, I think I bring it down to that. Yeah. yeah, and I've seen plenty where he's out of the top ten. Well, I, I think in the one I'm looking at right now, he's tenth overall. What I think ends up happening with him is people sometimes don't think he's a great actual NFL quarterback. You know what I mean? As in, like I don't see Kirk Cousins as a guy who's going to lead your team to a Super Bowl. And maybe that's what ends up making him hit him drop for some reason. But fantasy wise, we gotta you gotta turn your mind off from that, I guess, and just realize his, his the numbers he puts up fantasy wise are there. Yeah, he might throw a pick here or there. He might not do everything perfect. But if, when he when he throws an incomplete pass, it doesn't matter for us. So no, exactly. You know, I mean, th- maybe he's not perfect as an actual NFL quarterback, but for fantasy wise, yeah, I think he is. Prob- you're probably right about that. I've been, I've been coming around on it more and more. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's good for with pe- all his weapons. Here. Exactly, it's good for people like us too because <laughs> everyone will be paying for the larger names, and they are a sure thing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Luck, Breeze, Ryan, Rogers. You know, they're all great. But this guy is a little worse than them, and you're going to get yeah. him at a huge discount. And see, that's why our, our I think that's why our two QB draft went well is we got Cousins and Rivers. And yeah. We, you the, know, the that's, two guys on my list that are just undervalued as heck, and that way you can jump up and get running back or and, something else. And that's why, yeah, those are the guys that can make you can do a you can wait on quarterback because of guys like that. It makes sense. Yeah, I'm coming around a bit on Cousins. I'm much much changed since last year when we were in the season and we started this podcast. I was really down on him, but he has. I mean, he has all those weapons. He's he's gonna put he puts up fantasy football numbers at least. You know, yeah, without and, a doubt. and it seems like. He's going, yeah. It's just he's going to be good. Like it's hard to say he's not going to be. He's going to be top fifteen at worst, and that's yeah. that's the yeah. worst. Well, yeah. yeah, and I, I don't see him falling. I mean, you, as long as he doesn't get injured, I can't see a world where he falls outside the top ten. No. I think if you draft him, you're getting a QB one, and I think he's one of those QBs you can just pretty much ride. Yeah. I mean, he he probably will have two, maybe three games where you're not exactly happy with him, where he hits between the the ten and fifteen range. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, he's going to hit 20 or, you know, and he has, he'll have those weeks where he scores over 30. Yep. All right. So that was seven for you. My number seven is LeGarrette Blunt. And okay. he's at 32 right now. And he's definitely going to be moving his way up. <laughs> he is. That's the thing. Like, as of right now, he's 32nd ranked player. I mean, he, what is going to stop him from being the number one back in Philly? Anything? Wendell no. Smallwood? Yeah, right. Not, not a thing. Well, who's a rookie? Um, Pumphrey. I can't remember. Yeah, Pumphrey. He's he's not going to be there. And Sproles is not a guy. Is not the guy. No. Uh, at the very worst, he's going to be the goal line back. What is stopping Blunt from being a for thirty second? That is a third or fourth running back as a fourth in a ten team league. If you have Legarrette Blunt as your fourth running back, I mean, yes, we were ever Legarrette Blunt. Look at he did last year. Like he, everyone's so down on him. And the reason it like if you can get him for thirty second, he's one spot ahead of Danny Woodhead. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, right. And you worry about he's his three spots ahead of Samaj P. Ryan. Yeah, I mean, where he's at right now is crazy. But um, you know, I think he's going to go up after the after he signed and everything like that. But Laguerre Blunt was seventh overall in running backs last year. He was only five points overall behind Devontae Freeman. Yeah. And I mean, the problem was he got an incredible amount of work and he got an incredible amount of touchdowns, which I don't know if he can really duplicate that. But I guess that's not really the point, right? Even yeah. if he doesn't come near those numbers, he be he's a top one, yeah. 20 anyway. And he's behind, I mean, he's behind Paul Perkins. I don't see it. I, I, I am not a Paul Perkins guy. No, I'm not. And 
I, I just I don't see it. And 30 seconds. I mean, you know, the thing is, yeah, we say he's going to go up. But the, the ranks I have up here from Fantasy Pros, plug them because, you know, this is a great site to get all their yeah, consensus. Really, yeah, they're good. Everything for the cons- their default consensus ranks, everybody is um, May 27th to today ranks. There's no one that's month ago on these ranks right now. If they are, they're not in the default. So everyone that has these ranks currently, Blunt's been on the Eagles now for weeks. You know, so I, I don't know. I, 30, I mean, if I can get him as like a 30-second running back, he's my fourth running back, I feel great. Yeah, without that, a doubt. That's, that's, I mean, that's the reason. It's, it's value. This is all value to me. And, yes, there's player, a lot of players I like better than him. And there's yeah, a lot of players that have more potential than he does. Yes, he's he kind of true. has a ceiling but where he, you know what he's going to do. Exactly. But, but he's definitely got huge upside, especially but, at that, right? I mean, they, they got rid could, of Matthews. They he could pilfer 10 touchdowns easy. They, I mean, they didn't go after Peterson. They didn't go after certain guys. You know, they drafted a guy, but they drafted him later. I mean, I just think it has good potential here to be yeah. a number one guy who you get for very cheap, just like you did last year. And people were down on him. I was down on him all year. I had him down in my ranks all year. And shouldn't have. He kept getting touchdowns. And I think he, the offense, I feel like, should be better in Philly. They're, I mean, Wentz will be a second-year guy. They got Alshon out there now. I like Zach Ertz, Jordan Matthews. You know, I kind of, I don't mean love the team, but it's I like the way that's going. I like the offense, so. That's why he made my list at number seven. All right, so number six, number five for me are already done. So who's your number six? Number six, uh, going on the same bandwagon as you as far as running back, I put this is where I put old man Frank Gore on here. Yep. Um, old running back, obviously that's what everyone's going to, you know, tick him for, try to drop him down in the rankings. He was 12th overall as a running back last year. He doesn't quite get the, you know, carries the work. You can see he's a little bit different of a back. But he's all the way, you know, let me see where he was. I believe he's almost at, yeah, so he's 27th overall. Um, but he, no one's ever going to look at this guy and, like, I really want him on my team. Like, Martavis Bryant, he's going to be kind of the shining star. People yep. will reach to get him probably. Yep. No one's going to reach to get Gore. And I, I love this guy as my running back number three yeah. and possibly number four. Well, I don't have him on my list, but to me he's, he, it's like LeGarrette Blunt in a way. And, and they're very close. It is that yeah. same kind of thing. It's like a, it's an unsexy pick that you're getting for nothing. No one really loves this guy. And you're not going to use him other than your bye weeks. Mostly, if, if everything falls right, yeah, you're well, only using him on your bye weeks. I think about this too. You think about injury, you th- especially yes, how that. how thin the running back is this yep. year. Yep. I, I, this guy is a, a steal this well, far down. And sometimes it, I like to have a guy like that on my bench, just sitting there. That you know, if your starter goes down, you don't have to go. Like in ours, we have we, we do a free agent auction budget, which is. Definitely the best way to go for free agents and waivers. But the thing is, if your guy goes down and you don't have the handcuff, you have to blow your whole budget on getting a handcuff who you don't know is going to do anything. Have a guy like Frank Gore on your bench, you just plug him in. Eight points. Maybe exactly. ten. You yeah, know, exactly. He might get you 14 one week because yeah. he gets a touchdown. And, and, yes, this could be the year that Frank Gore falls off a cliff. It's going to happen at some point, you think. But maybe Frank Gore is just not good. Maybe it's not going to yeah, happen. And, yeah, it's quite possible he could. But at the same time... You're not putting yourself in a financial situation yep. where it, it's not like, hey, say, I don't know, Hyde gets hurt or something, which yeah. you will have to pay for. This guy is going to go for very, very low. You'll go, he under gets hurt, 10, you'll go under 10, I think, he, at this point. Yeah, I think. he falls off. No big deal. Well, you the wash your hands is, of him. He's, what, 27th currently on these ranks. I don't even think he will go for he's, – he's 27th. He's ahead of even, like, you know, Gillisley, Perkins, Peterson, Blunt, you know, Martin, all these guys. Those guys are going to go for more money than him. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. They will. It's just the way people rank it this way because they know we probably should be where he is. And then when you get to a draft, people just, "Ah, I don't want Frank Gore. But 
Yes, you don't want him as your number two. You probably, you probably Even don't as, want him as your three. Maybe, no, maybe you but, don't, but if you can get him as your four, and that's the thing. Yeah, he's ranked as a three, but yeah, I think he falls to a four, fourth running back. Then he's just sitting on your bench. No big deal. Yeah, but I mean, if, even if you look at his numbers, last year, weeks one through nine, mm-hmm. he scored under, I was going to say under 10, but yeah, I will say under 10. Under 10 twice, and both of those times he scored eight. Yep. And then it went all the way up to 19. Yeah, it's, so he's just very, very safe. He's steady. And I guess it, it depends on what kind of fantasy football player you are. Some people like to take more chances. I don't, personally. Well, I mean, some, yeah. in some spots, maybe, but I like to have a baseline guy like that. Yeah, especially if I already know my team... Like, you know, you can see the matchup. Yeah. If my team is already more superior than the person I'm going to yeah. play, um, I would much rather put someone like Frank Gore and mm-hmm. let my the big guns I have, you know I mean, just build yeah. on his 10 points, yep. then put in a guy that I'm like, he could blow up or he could give me two yep. and put myself in a dangerous position. All right. Number five, Jeff. Who's your fifth? Number five. Uh, <laughs> this guy, it, this one might be a little old now, but um, this is actually Hunter Henry. Okay. So Hunter Henry, Jeff, it's, a, it's your guy. Yeah, I love him. There's no way around it. Uh, the thing about tight end ranking is that they don't change a whole lot, yeah. which is probably the only reason why this one still works. Um, Was he 11th currently? So still, he's still out of the top 10. Yeah, and on these, so number 11. I, I think that's crazy that um, he's not a starting tight end. I see the drawback. Gates is still there. Yep. He has to prove himself, only a sophomore in the league. Uh, but I, I just see his upside being so much more than any of these other guys, besides for maybe an Eifert um, that has a huge ceiling as well. But I, I think Hunter Henry is being incredibly undervalued, especially at a position that is very vanilla. I, I think you can draft a lot of guys um, that are going to score – five, six points, yep. I think Hunter Henry can be that guy to come in, and there's going to be weeks where he scores 20. I really believe that. And we talk about how tight ends usually don't do anything their first year, and he did more than most. He really did. Yeah. And, I mean, sometimes I don't think touchdown numbers for a tight end are a fluke, necessarily. Not a, not a rookie tight end like that with a with a veteran quarterback. He's he know, yeah. You know what I mean? You're it's, telling me he's not going to at least reproduce yeah, it's those just, numbers? It's something that I feel like a lot of those situations, yeah, you think, okay, they're, it's kind of a fluky situation the way – the touchdowns were, I don't know, with Rivers in a big tight end like that. Obviously, Rivers and Gates for how many years? Yeah. And Gates is still there. I don't even, he's there. Yes. He is there, yeah. But Rivers has a history of throwing the tight end and throwing touchdowns at tight ends. Why is it going to stop? Yeah, I, I don't think there's any reason. So I like, that's I, why he's on here. Like, yeah, I probably, maybe I could have moved him down to like number, because you do hear quite a bit about the guy, but I really think he's being undervalued. Yeah. I like this. We've had a lot of differences on this list, actually. <laughs> we do. And we're going to have probably a difference right here. And I'm going to have to sell you on this one. This okay. is I know for sure you're going to be like, okay, you're, you're an idiot here. We, we agree most of the time on these, on these episodes, I feel like. I, I just Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like you're definitely going to disagree with me here. Number four, John Brown. <laughs> All right, well, sell me. Okay. Sell me. You're, you're not wrong. I, I, I believe that you are incorrect on this one. I honestly just really – okay. Oh, I got to – <laughs> Got to gather my thoughts and try to sell this. John Brown is currently the 49th ranked wide receiver. Okay, it's very low for a wide receiver too. I really believe last year was just it was injuries. He had a cyst in his spine. Sounds like now the sickle cell trait thing. He you know that was an issue with getting healthy. It sounded like hamstring issue. He okay, yes, maybe he's injury prone. Maybe it'll continue. But it just feels like there was a lot of these little things that made him have the season he did. He wasn't actually healthy. 
we went last year. John Brown was going. He was definitely up the you know up the rankings. He I think finished like about twentieth his um. In 2015, he was about 20th ranked wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He had a thousand yards, seven touchdowns, on uh, 65 catches, with a with a lot of players to throw the ball to. There's no Michael Floyd there. Larry Fitzgerald is becoming more and more and more of a tight end. Honestly, he's a he plays almost a tight end position. He's a possession guy. They need a guy on the outside. I don't think that's JJ Nelson. I think it's John Brown, and he's 49th ranked. Like this is where I think the value comes in. You could get a guy as a fourth or a fifth receiver who has potential to be a number one receiver on a team. On a still I think a good offense. I I really do believe that. Yes, Palmer dropped down last year. I really have a, I think that was to do with Brown being injured, Michael Floyd just being just never living up to what he should have been. And yeah, Fitzgerald's getting a little older. I just really think like this is a guy you can get for nothing. That's where I'm looking at it. He's so far down the list. If there's somebody who's going to possibly break out, why not? Why can't it be John Brown? He already showed flashes that he could do this. And then he had, a, he had an injury-filled season and a bunch of little random injuries. It wasn't like he had some major, major injury that's going to take away his speed, it's going to take away everything. It's just it was a bunch of little things he never could get, get right. I don't even know. He might have had a concussion at the beginning there. I think there was just a bunch of stuff going on. So there's it's John Brown. I, he's kind of, I think he's going to be my guy this year. I don't know what it is. The more and more I've been I wasn't on, I wasn't on John Brown at the beginning of the year. The more and more I look at things and kind of really look into last year and just see all the injuries and everything that went wrong, I think he's going to surprise people. And people are kind of he's, – he's like that post-hype player. He got hyped up last year, didn't do it, was hurt. Now everyone's forgot about him, and he's going to kind of sneak up on you. So that's where I'm at. I guess I could see it. Being a wide receiver too, we've seen it. He did two years ago. He had 1,000 yards with seven TDs. Yep. I, yep. I have a hard time buying into it still. I, I think I need to hear that he's back healthy and that someone is not going to jump up and get him. And I don't put a whole lot of water behind this. But, I mean, even Fitzgerald was kind of, you know, throwing some sunshine over at one of their, their rookies, uh, Chad Williams. Yeah, I saw that, yep. You know, I just I feel like that whole wide receiving yep. is just up in the air so much that I'm not sure. But if he does, if he is healthy and he is a wide receiver too, um you're probably going to be right. I well, just it, have a hard time as, buying it right now. As a 49th ranked guy, you're not. Again, there's no, no risk. risk. Yeah, no That's risk. what I love Very about true. it. There's no risk for a guy who could possibly be. A, I'm not going to say. Don't like saying top guy because I'm not saying. I don't think John <laughs> Brown's going to be a top 10 player. But why can't he be top 25 receiver? And if you get him as a 50th receiver and he's a top 25, a wide receiver two or a flex, so you can actually play. Again, that's just. If you can get these guys for nothing that actually can contribute. It's just that's that's how you win. That's how you can win leagues is getting these guys at the end of draft that, you know, really can have that potential there. You know, you get a guy like Frank Gore, and then you get a guy like John Brown. You kind of mix and, you know, yeah. mix and match there. You get the, some potential guys, <laughs> but, you know, get the, get the sure – make sure you get the sure thing guys. I'm not going to get John Brown if I don't have a few sure thing players around there. Right. And it depends yeah. on how my team's being made up yeah. at the time. Stock in your bench. Yeah, it depends, you know, how – how good I think my top receivers are, or if I'm kind of worried about them and they're not as consistent, I might go with a more consistent guy down there. I might go with Kenny Britt even, you know, because I think he can be more consistent. Maybe not Kenny Britt, but, you know, that, <laughs> right. that type of guy, you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. you know is going to get you some, player, some points. If you don't need that, get the guy who has all the potential in the world that could also just bust and do nothing for you. So that's that's my John Brown spiel. Yeah, it was, you did a pretty good job selling me. <laughs> and the thing is, there's no risk. No risk. Yeah, no, no risk, risk whatsoever. Like, so why not? All right. 
Number four, Jeff. Number four, um, this guy is – he's actually kind of leveled off. So, But um, Dante Moncrief for me okay. I think is a, a good one. I, I think T.Y. Hilton obviously is a very good wide receiver, but I've never fully sold on him being like the yeah, marquee I, wide receiver there. Yeah. Um, I think Moncrief can do a lot of things that T.Y. Count, can't. I think he's a little more of a possession guy. I think he'll still catch touchdowns. Uh, great quarterback. They shored up the line a little bit. He had a rough last season being injured. Um, and the season before that, it's not like he put up monster numbers by any means. It just it just kind of it was where he was at, too, um, yeah. in that offense and what position he was playing. So I, I think he's a very, very good candidate for not only being undervalued in this situation, for but for jumping up to that next tier yeah. um, where you, I think you can get this guy before he really blows up. Yeah, I can see that. I don't have him on my list either, but we end up with him in our drafts a lot, or think at least consider yeah. him. And he, he's a little higher on this list than I think he's starting to get up there a little bit more. Yeah. So he's twenty eighth overall, but yep. he does he ranges all the way to fifty two. Yep. So the twenty eight is I can see that, but I still would put him a little higher. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's a he. He just has he's a good offense, good quarterback throwing the ball to him. If he can stay healthy, why? He, yeah. There's not a terrible risk with him, because yeah. You know, as much as I don't feel like his price is going to be crazy. No, you know, it's, it's going to be reasonable. I, don't, I think that's the thing. I, no matter what, I feel like it's just going to be a very reasonable price. Where if he doesn't really do anything, he gets hurt again. You're not going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be. It's not going to be like a John Brown. You're getting it for nothing, obviously. But it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to sink your. And honestly, I don't think any player you get can really kill your season if you play it right and you get enough waivers. I mean, my team last year, I had Adrian Peterson. The year before, Jamal Charles. I spent seventy dollars. I think both of these guys. I got the. Pl- I made it to the championship two years ago. I made it to the playoffs last year. It yeah. didn't kill your season, as long as you are staying on the waiver wire. No one player is going to hurt you. So yeah, exactly. And these guys definitely won't. If they don't do anything, he should be a third receiver. Possibly, yeah, he really and should. So that's why this one, this list that I'm looking at is a little different than the other ones I've seen. But I, I think he's incredibly safe to get, and I think he's being undervalued in most leagues. Yep. Yeah, I can. I think so too, but we end up seem we seem to end up getting him a lot on our teams. So seems the way it works. All right, so that was number four, four for me. So number three, I finally got a player again. Okay, my number three is Willie Sneed. Okay, he's my number one overall. Okay, yeah, see, and he's just third on my. I have him as thirty fifth when I made this list. So yeah, he's thirty sixth overall right now. Okay, so thirty sixth. That's a fourth receiver. That <laughs> yeah. What what I don't I don't see him being a fourth receiver. I think if you get him as your fourth receiver. That is wonderful because someone has to get those Cooks targets. I mean, it's not all going to Michael Thomas. No, they throw a ton. And the fact that Cooks and Thomas were back-to-back, both top ten guys last year. I mean, you're telling me that Willie Sneed couldn't jump up there and be 15th relatively easy because Fleener isn't changing that. They could run the ball a little more now that they have AP and that three-headed beast. I still feel like they're going to be in shootouts. Oh, they're going to, yeah. They still haven't improved enough to get out of that. And Willie Steen has proven himself to be very reliable and a good receiver. He has. He's he's, he's been usable in all, you know, what, two seasons in the league now? Is is he the third-year guy, I think, now? He's been, but he's never like, oh man, everyone, you want Willie Steed on your team. You don't necessarily the last couple of years, but I, I've used, I mean, I've used the guy before, but it was just the fact that he was always a wide receiver three. Yeah, and he is, he is the clear number two on that team. 
Oh, yeah. No, I mean, no one's challenging him right now. I mean, he had, well, yeah, he actually he's officially like been in the league about three years, but he didn't play his first year. 69 catches, and then 72 catches for 984 and 895, three touchdowns, four touchdowns. I mean, look at this guy. He's, as in wide receiver three, he comes out and he almost does 1,000 yards. See, even if you get him at the 36 spot right now, if he puts up the numbers he has the last two seasons, it's fine. Yeah, and you're telling me as a wide receiver two, I mean, you don't see this at least staying the same and yeah, his why TD is going I up I can see it being 80 catches, 1,000 yards in five, six touchdowns. It's not going to be going to be crazy. But for where he is, as a, I mean, he's a junior drafted as a fourth receiver, and I think yeah, he's he, so low. I think he's better than that. You know, that's yeah, I, really I do, do too. I think this guy's upside is very, very big because you see what this offense does. You can plug people in, and obviously, he's proven himself. I mean, sixty-nine catches, pretty much as a rookie, just coming in and almost putting up a thousand yards, and then going coming right yeah. back to that when, I mean, obviously, uh, the rookie. Michael Thomas came in and he was soaking up a lot of targets yeah. and he still almost recreates the same exact thing. Yeah, yeah I, I like I'm going to be targeting him and so are you, so I guess yeah. he's going to get overpriced. Dang. Right. <laughs> this, this is going to be disappointing than some of these players. We're targeting too many of the same guys. <laughs> All right, Jeff, who's your number two? Number two. My number your two. Oh, my guy. number three. Or number three. You're number yep. three. My oh, number so three, more. and unfortunately he got hurt, but this could help me. Uh, Cameron Meredith. I actually I dropped him off my list because, because of, of the, the injury. injury, and that's where I put in Quincy Anunua. Okay. And I actually I was, he was, what, 40th about right now? 40-something? Yeah, and so still incredibly low. And, yes, he did get hurt in his hand, Wait, which you have, you have to worry about with it's, the wide receivers. Just, yeah, it's it's – Something to watch. But this could actually help because if he <laughs> is back in time and he's healthy, yep. he's not what is he not gonna be the number one wide receiver there where they can put Kevin White he there? Does, yeah, Kevin White maybe could he could be, but okay, so who knows? Worst case scenario, he's know, number Kevin two. White. Yeah. He put up what a thousand yards last year mm-hmm. and he's being undervalued like crazy. And he they definitely have, I think in Glennon, at least a quarterback that is as good as what they were playing last year because yep. they were throwing out Barkley and <laughs> I mean they had a slew yeah. of quarterbacks. Yeah, and then everyone's down. The Bears are a terrible team, so no one can be any good. But yes, I mean if Jordan Howard. I mean last year he like, was, they were playable already. And I bring I bring up the Kenny Britt thing because yeah, he was on. How can you get much worse than what the, the Rams. Rams were last year in that passing situation? He was he was relevant. Not I mean yeah, this guy wasn't amazing, but he was relevant. If you can get Cam Meredith in the 40s, which puts him as a what? A fifth, a wide receiver five? A fifth receiver, basically, at that point. That, I mean, there's there's little, very little risk. And yeah, the injury yeah. actually could help with his value. Yeah, and I, so I, love him, I love him even more. What, under $5? If he's, right? As a number one wide receiver that, that, that already had 1,000 yards last year. And that was kind of my Anunwa thing. That's why I replaced him with Anunwa, just because of the injury. But it's that same thing. You can possibly get a number one. For nothing. Yeah. Not to mention, he, I mean, not that this is everything, but he is a very, like, the kind of wide receiver that teams love to get. I mean, yep. the guy is 6'3", 207 pounds, showed that he has pretty decent hands, that he's playing with substandard quarterbacks, still put yep. up numbers, and this is going to be his third year in the league. Yep. The first year, he almost didn't even play. He had 11 receptions. But this is exactly where wide receivers kind of get their head on. This is the same time that Elshon Jeffries broke onto yeah. the scene with the same team. Yep. So I don't see really any downside. If he ups his TDs, and you can only imagine that he uh, he was hurt two games as well or didn't play two games, he plays a full season. 
Yeah. And he ups his TDs. He's going to be in the mix for a top twenty wide receiver. Yeah, yeah that's the thing with this list. People like don't don't get it wrong. I think all oh, we think all these guys are gonna no be no one. these are guys are going to be like fourth fifth guys who we think can be two maybe three. Yeah, and that's kind of what we're looking at. And we're not saying any of these guys are going to be wide receiver ones or running back ones, but actually maybe my next guy could be. At the end of the season. I was going to say, my my last guy is actually one that I think is going to be a top. My number two is Doug Martin. You didn't have him on your list, I think you said. No, I didn't. But and, I, immediately, as soon as we talked about him, I was like, he should he's be. he's 33rd right now. And this is where, if he's going 33rd, I, this is what I love about it. You can get Doug Martin for very little. You go snatch up Jacquez Rogers for nothing because he's 64th. you got a player right there. You get those few weeks without Martin. And then and you wouldn't even use him because you're getting to get Martin as a backup at this point. Yeah. He's not going to be a starter most likely. And he possibly could be a running back one. Yeah, he actually could be. He's been that in the past. I'm not saying he's going to do it this year. I just like his value. I like how you can get him for the potential that he becomes. That. I have no idea what he's actually going to do because Doug Martin, man, he's just yeah, he's up and down. He's up and down. So, but if you can get him as your fourth running back, which is where he is right now, and he doesn't do anything, you're not hurt. It's not you're not hurt, but you can get up another top running back. That's what I love about this. It's just he is a guy who you can't get guys in the 30s that can be that good, have the potential yeah. to be that good. Yeah, and you get Doug Martin. If you have a deep bench, get Jacquez Rogers. You have a running back right there. You're good. Good to yeah. go. And it, it goes to strategy as well because you average it out and the price that you actually get, say, Doug Martin for the entire year. Yep. So you've uh, he misses three games. And you're saying, hey, but I need that production. Yep. Like you said, if you can get someone like Jack with Rogers for to cost, make up for you're it, you're going to get looking for two, three dollars. Exactly. You're going to add nothing to so it. So you add two dollars to what, you know, the already low price of Doug Martin, yep. and you actually get a huge steal because you're not actually going to lose out on a, a lot of production. Yep. Maybe not any. I mean, quite possibly. You might, and and just, you're going to pay just a, yeah. a way lower price. So it actually works out for the best. And you saw this happen last year um, with Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. You missed a bunch of games. You paid a significantly reduced price. And as long as you st- stream correctly or you plan for it, mm-hmm. you get the same type of results for less money. It even happened with Le'Veon Bell. It uh, did. Uh, it really probably did. Even, probably even more so. And he missed only three games just like Doug Martin's going to miss. Doug, I'm saying Doug Martin's Le'Veon Bell because Le'Veon Bell still went for like 50 bucks in our auction. Yeah. Doug Martin's not there. You're going to get Doug Martin for under 20. Oh, yeah. Very easily. and Because people are down on Doug Martin because of how he's been so up and down. And you can get him for it's yeah you can take a little risk maybe with him having to spend a little bit of your money, it's, but it's a little it, bit less of a risk. But if you, you get Jack, if you go Rogers look at though. the end of the year in an auction, if you look at your team and really see what you wasted money wise at the end of a year, you probably always mm-hmm. wasted twenty five to thirty bucks minimum. I would say. Oh yeah, I, I wasted it. I wasted nineteen on Arian Foster last year. I will admit. Yeah, you yeah <laughs> you you just want your money to be as useful as possible. So you take. <laughs> You take kind of a risk you're willing to swallow. Well, and this is actually, the Aaron Foster thing does make sense in a way because it's kind of a good comparison. It's, I mean, it's a different situation, but I took a little bit of a risk on Aaron Foster last year for $19. You might have to take a little bit of a risk on Doug Martin for kind of the same thing. If he doesn't pan out, you go get Jacquez Rogers. I'm not saying Jacquez Rogers is going to be amazing, but yes, if Doug Martin doesn't work out, Rogers could be usable for a while. I did that with, I got, Foster took a little risk and I got a Jai. It worked out. Rodgers isn't going to be a giant, but it's still, right. you know, take a risk, but make sure you get the guy who could take over for that and won't cost you very much. Shoot, maybe even Charles Sims. If, if you think Charles Sims is going to be that right, guy, yeah. you know, get Charles Sims because he'll be a dollar too. And you'll find this closer to the draft anyway. Yeah, you'll know there'll be more talk. Maybe yeah. Sims is Neither of them are going to go for a lot. So. All right, so that was my number two player. And I only have one left. And this is your number two. Number two. And 
once again, I feel like all of the all of my loves are on here. Um, and this one does come with a little more risk, but I really think his upside is is easily a top a number one wide receiver in this. Keenan Allen, yeah, I've talked him out a yep. ton. Uh, the guy has some really uh, just a run of really bad luck. He hasn't yet to play a full season. He had 15 games, 14 games. Yep. Then he had the lacerated spleen. Uh, <laughs> half his season was gone, and last year he, he blew out his knee. Um, but every time he plays, he's not built on speed either, which is no. good for him because, obviously, the knee injury. Is he 19th? Is it, I think he's down to 19th right now. Yeah, so he's 19th um, overall on average. Uh, you'll see him drop even farther uh, down all the way to 30th. Yeah, that's like, yeah. we've seen that a lot. People are going to be down on him because of Yeah, and I mean, this, he's it's a very him. real, yeah. But at the same time, how are you going to – he had one one injury, really, in my yeah. eyes. Last year, he blew out his knee. You've seen it happen to many, many guys. I I can't really, you know, do the the spleen against him. I can't hold it against him. And every time he plays, he's wonderful. The first game, they targeted him in the same amount. He played one half. He had six receptions for you know sixty five yards or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was really looking good, and then you know season over, which is really unfortunate. But I think this guy has uh, – I think he's going to be – as long as he plays a full schedule, I think he's a wide receiver one. Yeah. I think he has a chance to really – I mean, possibly kind of rival those guys. I don't think he's quite going to get up to the Julio, Odell, those guys. But I think he could be sixth, seventh overall. Yeah, he can he – And he's can definitely going to go for a lot less than those guys. Yeah, I don't, he's not on my list, but I thought about that once I saw he was at 19th again. I was – it made me think about it, but I – there's still a little risk there, yeah, but he is—he was one of the more riskier picks. Maybe, oh, I mean, I'll I mean give there is, idea. but yeah, who knows? I mean, everybody's a risk for injury. Yeah, just because someone's been hurt, it doesn't necessarily—it's been different injuries. Yeah. It's not like it's the same thing. I—I I don't know. It's also he has been cleared and he was running routes at full speed. Yeah, he so, should be. Fine. You know, you kind of you're keep you know up to date with his status, yeah. but it looks like the knee is healing fine. It yeah. looks like he's going to be good to go week I one. I really think he's gonna have a full season. I think it's. I don't. If if yeah. man, if he doesn't, man, I just feel bad for the guy. Yeah, and if it wasn't really for the, if it I wasn't just, for like, the spleen, his first three years, yeah. he probably would have played you know 15, 14 games like in each of his first three. So, you know, take it with a grain of maybe, salt. Maybe he'll miss a game. Maybe he'll miss two. You know, something like that. Yeah, and with you know, little minor things, but everybody whatever. does. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he didn't make my list. But my number one, again, probably. Eh, people are probably gonna question me on this. It's Devonte Parker. I've been on Devontae Parker forever. He's my guy. Uh, I'll give you this. I understand where you're coming it, from, it, but you the are. The reason is. It is a leap. He is 42nd ranked. And again, this is where I'm looking at it is kind of. I end up taking like him, Doug Brown, those kind of. Or Doug Brown. John Brown. Some of these guys I getting in the 40s here, I think they have the potential to. I don't think John Brown has the potential to be wide receiver one. I think Devontae Parker actually has that potential in him to be a number one wide receiver in the NFL. Definitely not predicting that. But I honestly, I think he will finish a top 20 receiver this year. I will go out on a limb and say that. I don't make many like actual predictions like number-wise. I think I really do believe Devontae Parker will be a top 20 receiver at the end of the year. This guy, He was a 14th pick in the draft a couple seasons ago. He's battled some injury and other stuff. I just don't – he wasn't – from everything I hear about Devontae Parker, it sounds like he wasn't really ready for the NFL in a way. Like he thought he could just come in and – become a star based off his talent alone. He didn't really realize, wait, you, everyone is has talent here. You actually have to work at it. Yes, it's the offseason. You hear these fluff beasts. Everyone think, you know, everyone's in great shape. Everyone's working harder than they <laughs> had before. Yes. I don't necessarily, that stuff is hard to believe. But I'm going to I'm gonna say, yes, he, is, he has learned. He's a third-year guy. 
you see receivers start to step up a lot in like this third year. It does happen. Yeah. Yes, the guys who do it the first or second year are just they're di- they're different breed of receiver. It does happen though. Around th- year three, I really think receivers can start to step up. Devon, I mean, I'm going to go. Devontae Parker's going to be a top twenty guy, and you're going to get him as a forty second ranked receiver right now. You're going to get him as a wide receiver five. There's, I thought he was going to be going higher than this, and I thought I'd have to pay a little bit more for him. Maybe I won't. And there's not as much risk as I thought there was going to be. And that makes me excited about it. Because, I mean, I don't know what it is about Devontae Parker, but I think he's going to be top a top 20 guy yeah. and really yeah. be up there. I, I so can, he's my number one. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm kind <laughs> of on your bandwagon. I, I know one's a little high. My only worry with him is the offense. They yeah. don't necessarily yeah. throw it that much. And yeah. you know and, Landry is going to get his 100 receptions. He's just He soaks them up. He's great. Um but and they did re-sign Kenny Stills. Yep. But the funny thing, I was just looking at it, and I wouldn't have guessed this, but Kenny Still had less receptions than Devontae Parker last year. Yeah, and Devontae, I mean, and but he did. Kenny Stills had nine touchdowns, which saved his kind of season. So and Devontae Parker, seven hundred and forty-four yards last year, yep. on fifty-six receptions. I mean, he has the ability to really make a jump. So I'm totally with you yep. with that. I, I think he's probably one of the. Uh, the breakout candidates. It, it's scary to say this just because I I haven't seen it with the Dolphins and I haven't seen it with yeah. him, and he still has two guys above him um, that they're paying ha- happily, and he's definitely not taking over for Jarvis Landry. So I'm kind of wondering how many receptions can they get him? Is he going to have to start hot in order to get yeah, those numbers? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, can Tannehill do it? I don't know. But you're getting him. You're not. There's little risk if he stays where he is right now. Yeah, I'm just just playing yeah. devil's advocate, but I totally understand where you're coming from. He is. He looks like he he looks the part. Now can he yeah. play it? Yeah, we'll see if this offseason good news stuff actually matters when it comes to the season. A lot of times it doesn't, but we'll see. All right, I think that's our list. That's it. Some yeah. of my guys I say didn't make the list. I was going to say, um, who are your honorable mentions? Some of my honorable mentions, uh, thought, t- thought about Gillisley down there, but he is starting to inch up the actual mm-hmm. board a little bit. He's around 28th right now or something like that, which, yeah, I can see that, but... And it's the Patriots, so you don't really want to take much. If he was down further, I would have put him on those. Forte, actually, I even thought about Forte, just because he's actually he's forty first right now in these ranks. And yes, I think everyone I expects Powell to kind of take over, but there is no hundred percent clear indication that that will happen. So if you can get like a a forty first receipt or forty first running back, there's again little risk if you're getting a guy as your fifth running back. I don't necessarily think he's going to be great, but. 41st, that's way down there. So those, I didn't put them on my list, but I thought about those guys just because there's there, no one's no one thinks about them right now. At least no one thinks about Forte. Forte is done in people's minds right now. And you're, I know you're on the Powell bandwagon too, but Powell's starting to inch up a little bit actually. So. Yeah, so it might not be. Yeah. So those are a couple of the guys I thought of. You know, Jeremy Macklin could be if he goes to a certain. If he goes, maybe we didn't talk about that at the top of the show, but. If he goes signs with the Bills, maybe. Yeah, and he is actually. And this was even before the trade rumors. I was I was deciding whether or not to put him on here because he had, you know, he was pretty disappointing. Yep. But at the same time, now that he's moving, I'm even more excited about him. Yep. And I know everyone's probably down on him. They're like, "What does Kansas City know that I don't?" That you know, they're getting rid of him. The truth is, he was a good wide receiver on Philly. He went to an offense where they don't throw a lot. Yep. Um, he's a possession guy. He can do a, you know a few different things. He's just a really solid wide receiver. So if he does go somewhere like the Bills, and he will get a ton of playing time. Zay Jones is hurt. Uh, Watkins is always hurt. He could be the number one guy there immediately and be better than yep. anyone they've had in the past three years. Yep. So I, I like him. Yep. Um, and the other two wide receivers that I, I fiddled around with putting him on my list, um, both really far down there. Um, Marvin Jones, 51. Yeah. 
once again, he was hugely disappointing last year, but his first half numbers were good enough to, you know, keep him relevant. And I think um, he could easily make another jump. And the last one is it's a tough sell. I understand this, but um, Taylor Gabriel. I was going to say 64th, right? Yeah, 64th overall. Uh, I really, I mean, there's a lot of miles to feed there, but he is a very unique player on that team. And I, I would rather have him than Sanu. And I, I think he can really be a threat that makes a lot of mismatches in the yep. middle of the field. I, I really like him as a player. So. I think he is going to be uh, probably joining, you know, the back end of my benches yeah. on a lot of teams because I can get him. Yeah, I'll just say throw out a couple of names quick. Even Will Fuller, I was never a Will Fuller guy, but he's 65th ranked, so there's literally it's literally fun. no risk yeah, anymore. It's pretty crazy is that low. Yeah, like I wasn't a big guy, fan of him last year. I thought he got too overhyped at one point, but 65th, yeah, there's, yeah. Not, there's no risk there. I'd even watch out, watch at Kansas City, see what happens. Who is going to be that guy who steps into the back row? Chris Conley right now. Other than Tyreek Hill is the highest-ranked receiver at 72nd. That's what I worry about. We just about, don't know though. who that guy's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I, I worry about that fact is, like, Tyreek Hill, even if he doesn't step up and be a wide receiver one, if they still want to use him elsewhere, yep. you still have Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, as the people you're going to probably go to the majority of the time. And then you're going to have your wide receiver one that's going to kind of get almost scraps, which is going to be a weird dynamic. So I – Kind of just, I'm kind of just pushing. If it wasn't, if it's not Kelsey, I'm probably not. I'm probably not going to mess with Casey. Yep. Yeah. I. It's maybe in a dynasty. Actually, shoot, I should get to the dynasty. <laughs> right. I thought about that. You know, maybe throw one of those guys. I wouldn't keep him right now. Maybe shoot. Even watch out for Laquan Treadwell. He's 93rd. Actually, I was, know, like, I really, I really wanted. I was actually looking uh, a bunch of stuff up about him. I was really wanting to put him on here. Um, it was just such a poor passing yeah, offense it, yeah, that I couldn't, just, I couldn't do it. But I think he's going to be really interesting to watch. But he's still, you know, Diggs is still there and, and, uh, and Thalen. Yeah, those guys there. are relatively, I mean, they're both very it's, young. He's and, a number one pick, yeah. a number one, or first round pick for a reason. So, yep. all right. Well, we've talked about everybody, I think. So. Yeah. <laughs> that is our undervalued list. I think next episode, next week, we're going to talk about polarizing players. We've talked, some of them might be on the list we just did. Just some guys that our people are so far up and down on. Some guy might have them 15th or 40th. It's just crazy. And there's no consensus on it. And we probably don't even have consensus on it, which we that's the most I think we've disagreed, actually, in this episode. So <laughs> yeah, I had to try to sell a couple. But I think that'll be it for today. We'll talk to you guys next time.